Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening podcast. This is episode 41. In this week's episode, I'm sharing with you the final session that I did in a six-day long workshop called A Call to Courage. If you want to catch the first episode, you can listen to last week's podcast where I shared that there. In this week's episode, or in this week's session, I am recapping what we talked about in the entire week of A Call to Courage. Um, the journey that I took uh, women who were in the workshop on, and I'm summarizing it all and then leading you through a set of self-exploration questions. Um, But even before that, I lead you through a visualization to help you really see clearly the picture that you want to create and bring it to life as like truly using all of your senses. And it's a really powerful visualization to help you get excited about where you're headed. And then I lead you through some questions that are all about getting um, out of your own way, shining a light on your limiting beliefs that you may not even realize are holding you back, and then moving into action mode. This is a really juicy episode. And if you love it, I want to share the rest of the sessions with you. If you head down to allyouare.ca forward slash courage, or if you head down into the show notes, you'll see the link there. The workshop is no longer active, but if you sign up there, I will share all of the recordings with you. So you go to allyouare.ca forward slash courage. And um, if you sign up there, I will share sessions two through four with you, um, as well as the videos for the first session, which was last week's podcast episode, and this one that you're going to hear today as well. I'm so excited for you to tune in. You will also hear me share about my group program, my six-month group program for women, Be All You Are. And this program is a beautiful journey back to yourself where I support you in getting clear on what it is that you want for your one and only life and helping you overcome some of the resistance that's keeping you from that dream and from that vision and from what is really meant for you. And We do this in community. We do this by working on our mindset. And I give you real strategies and tools to integrate into your everyday so that you yourself can see the progress that that you're making, not only in your results and the outcomes that you're seeing, but in how you show up in the world differently. 
So I invite you to learn more about my program, Be All You Are. I'm going to be sharing more about it in this episode. Um, But if you would like to join us or learn more right away, you can go to allyouare.ca forward slash BAYA or B-A-Y-A, acronym for B-L-U-R. So that's allyouare.ca forward slash B-A-Y-A. You can book a call to learn more or you can enroll right there. And please enjoy this episode of Be All You Are. And thank you for listening. Well, I was thinking this morning about, you know, the name of the workshop, A Call to Courage, and why I called it that, and really trying to get to the heart of it. And what I've come to realize as someone who has at a point lost everything, you know, I obviously shared throughout the week and especially on the first day about how my husband got sick very suddenly when we were living in San Francisco and how it led us on, you know, a long journey of eight years of his illness before he passed away. But there are so many things that happened, right? Like we we both had to leave our careers in California Um, And we were both doing quite well and thriving in a lot of ways. And we had to leave. Um, I had to, we had to leave the house that we bought. And this was in 2008. So um, you know what happened in 2008, like the value of our house just dropped to nothing. And, you know, we had renters come in and the renters weren't even covering the rent. And then of course, his four month stint in the ICU in the U.S., Um, meant even with good coverage, there was really high bills. So, you know, we came back to Toronto and the bills were mounting and we had to foreclose our house. And really within a short amount of time, I felt what it was like to lose all the things that you thought keep you safe, right? All the things that we like build up around ourselves to help us feel like we're safe. And I... I've gone through what it's like to lose all those things. And I've realized that we have gotten so wrapped up in this world that we built up around ourselves, right? Like we've we've lost that connection to our, our wild nature, to our true human. And, you know, for us as women, to our wild womanly nature. And we're so um, over-identified with, the world that we've created around us, like our home and the clothes we wear and the activities that we do and our friends. We've gotten so tied up in that. um, And we feel like we have so much to lose if we take the slightest bit of risk or make a slight choice that is outside of, you know, our normal way of doing things or the way other people around us are doing things. But as someone who has lost almost everything at certain points in my life, I can tell you that the greatest loss is not living to the full expression of you. Like that is truly the greatest loss. Loss, And, you know, we have become so risk adverse, but at the risk of living our lives only halfway. And so if there's one thing I want you to take away from our week together, it's that, is to really evaluate um, how you look at risk how you look at um, making bold moves and courageous action, really questioning what are you afraid of and shining a real light on it and, and 
getting comfortable with what that really means so that you're not holding yourself back um, for reasons that aren't really real, you know? And I want you to remember that you are on the other side of your courage, your potential, your vision, your purpose, your fulfillment, your joy, your contribution, all of that is on the other side of your courage. So before we get started on today's session, which includes a visualization exercise and some journaling prompts, because again, I want to get you activated and I want you to take action after the session is over, I wanted to share a little bit more about what happens inside BLUR. So the first thing is that we are on um, Zoom, not on webinar, so cameras are mostly on, but of course there are always exceptions, you know, and the most important thing is that we show up for ourselves, whatever that looks like on any given day. So even if it's like, I've had a bad day, but I feel like I could show up and just listen in, that's cool, you know? Um, all calls are recorded either way, so they're uploaded into a web portal that you all will have access to, and it's where you can find replays, um, and it's where you can go back and listen to certain sessions that might you might need given where you are um, in your life, and it's also where I upload any resources, so whether it's a meditation or journal prompts or workbooks or um, recorded guest expert sessions, that's all within the portal. And then you're also invited to a WhatsApp group. So that's for us to have conversations through the week and ongoing support through the week. And it's kind of fun because it's like a continuing thing. And so it grows and it almost becomes a bit of a networking thing at the same time. Um, I've also been getting some questions from you guys. So I wanted to address some of those. And even if you didn't have this as a question, it might help clarify some things for you. So somebody asked, do I have to share on the group calls? So there's absolutely no obligation to share. The way I facilitate the meetings is that I encourage that connection and vulnerability because it's how we um, make deeper connections and how we make sort of more profound progress by learning through each other. But this obviously means different things to everyone. And some people feel very comfortable almost leading the way with sharing and other people um, need a little bit of time to get comfortable. And that's absolutely okay. But what I have found is that over the weeks together, as the group gets to know one another, the conversations naturally go deeper. Um, and that evolution is led by you. I'm just really there to support and facilitate and, of course, ask the questions to get us started, but there's no forcing. It's, you know, you guys are sort of leading the way. Um, and I will say that, you know, I so openly share my story, and once I started doing that, it, you know, people often say, is it hard to do that? Is it hard to share a story? But the more I share it, the less vulnerable it feels because I'm owning it, right? And so there's a lot of freedom in that. And people connect to you through your story. So there's power in being able to share. Some people asked, um, you know, they're at different phases in life in terms of work. So some people are wanting to start a business or transitioning, um, you know, into a different career or, um, or they, they want support in looking for their next thing. And 
So they asked, would I support with that as well? And one of my clients once told me that the reason she wanted to work with me is in her words, I'm not just a therapist or HR professional who transitioned into coaching. And again, not that there's anything wrong with that, but instead my coaching is based on my study, right? And all the study and um, like actual um, programs that I've done to learn. Um, but also, and probably more so on my lived experience. I have built and sold successful companies. I've navigated the corporate world. Um, I've landed, you know, cool jobs. <laughs> I've coached hundreds of entrepreneurs, mentored fellow executives. Um, but I've also on the personal side dealt with loss and infertility and the breakup of a marriage and have now found a really beautiful relationship. So when we work together, you receive all my years of study in the areas of business, spirituality, personal development, law of attraction, um, and all my lived experience as well. I want you to thrive in all areas of your life. And I believe that as women, we don't live our life in silos. We want it to all come together under one beautiful vision. And I know that balance is one of those words that we're like, really does balance exist? But I like to say, we want to feel like we're living with harmony so that all the um, components of our life are playing beautifully together, even if you know, sometimes it's more intense and sometimes it's more gentle, um, but that's really what the focus is. Uh, somebody asked about timing. So what if the timing isn't right or I'm afraid to miss calls? So all calls are recorded and uploaded by the next morning into a portal. So, you know, I, I get that it's, we have busy lives and it's normal to miss live sessions. Um, but when it comes to timing, I just want to, um, say that there never feels like there is the right time, right? It's like when um, women are, or, you know, families are starting to think about having a baby, people often say to you, well, there's never a really a right time to have a baby. You can try to plan it out, but there's never a right time. So in the same way, when it comes to um, committing to working on yourself and to exploring your own journey, there's never a right time. And so I think it really starts with making a commitment to yourself. And then even if you miss sessions here and the, there, you'll still be miles ahead of where you would have been if you hadn't committed. Um, and all you need to do is really set that intention that you're going to support and prioritize your own growth, even within the parameters of a busy life, meaning you're not going to put your um, growth and your desires on hold anymore. So we don't want to wait until we are ready because really, what does that mean? <laughs> right? What does ready mean? When are we ready? We have such busy lives. Um, and then the, the last question, and then I'm going to be diving into our session, is the question of the investment, right? Like, how can I think about this? I hadn't planned on making this kind of investment. And first, I want to acknowledge that, of course, everybody has their own financial scenarios to assess. And that's absolutely just that's what it is. Right. And then, of course, there are our own money mindset beliefs to shine a light on, which we're going to do some of in the program as well. But I invite you to consider this if the financial investment is part of what's holding you back. You know, we have line items in our budget for 
all of our kids' classes and equipment and family holidays and home renovations and maybe even things like, you know, our hair upkeep and all the other beauty things that we do. But most of us have never considered what it would mean to invest in our own potential and development. And one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Wayne Dyer, um, who has, I think he passed away at least five years ago now, but um, he said, when you change how you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's really what the focus is inside Be All You Are. And you may have not yet had that experience of investing in your own growth and expansion, but I want you to know that there are possibilities for you that you can't see yet. And within this program, the horizon will get more vast and brighter and clearer and the things that you see in your life and the things that you look at in your life will change. I talked um, earlier in the week about this idea of ordering off the menu, right? That we like think that we can only have what's on the menu. And this program helps you to see all the things that are available to you that are not on the menu. And I know that some of you are thinking about whether to join or not, and you're still deciding, and I'm not going anywhere, and neither is Be All You Are. It's still here, and it will be. Um, but I want you to consider how exciting it would be to make this commitment to yourself now and to go into this next month with support and community and accountability and a real sense of direction and to know that you're going to end this year very differently than how you started it. And if you do decide, um, you know, now's not the right time for whatever reason, and I completely honor that and respect that. I want you to make a plan for yourself. And that's partly what this session is going to be about, because I want you to not just take this week and um, and let it be another podcast episode that we listen to that we're inspired by momentarily, but then, you know, we don't really act on. I want you to make a plan for yourself. And some of that will come out of today's session. I want you to commit to that for you. But if you have any more questions or want to explore working with me either through Be All You Are or any other way. Um, I'm going to drop my calendar link in again right now because I've opened up space for today through Wednesday. So if you weren't able to find space, you'll find it now. And I'm just going to pop it in here. There we go. To book a call with me if I haven't connected with you yet. And then just to remind you that if you decide to join Be All You Are before Wednesday, we do start on Thursday. We'll immediately book a one-on-one -on -one call with me. You'll get access to the Manifesting Masterclass. Um, you'll also get a recorded meditation to get you started on that sort of more inward journey and a self-exploration assessment form so that we can... Um, you know, kind of almost measure where you are now, and then we'll do it one at the end of your six months to see where you are. Because I really want this to be about um, an outcome that you can feel. All right. Um, well, let me just drop this link in, and then I'm going to do a quick re recap and we'll get going. Okay. So, for those of you who missed a day here and there, and for those of you watching the recording, I wanted to recap for you quickly 
And I'll do this really quick because I want to dive into today's session. So on Monday, we talked about getting clear on what you want and why that is so important, right? Why it's so important to not um, direct our lives based on what we think we should do or what others expect from us, or maybe based on the path, path we've been on so far, but instead really tap into uh, what lights us up right? Because that is the most productive way to spend our years is, is investing in what lights us up and creating a life around that. Um, I want to tell you a really quick story of one of the beautiful women who um, is an alumni, BLUR alumni, and she was a VP. I think her title was VP of operations. She was an engineer, worked in a very male-oriented industry. And um, was really at a crossroads in her personal life and her professional life and was trying to figure out where to go next. And all the obvious um, paths didn't quite feel right to her. And through the program, we did a lot of exploring. We kind of dove into what it is that she felt her purpose was. And um, at the end of it, or you know, through the process, she ended up becoming a um, plant medicine guide. And so now she is supporting people on their healing journey. And prior to this, she was a VP of operations and an engineer. And her story is obviously um, kind of a wow story, but it just shows that um there are parts of you that have been hidden, that have, um, you know, evolved and you haven't maybe even noticed. And that's what we're going to shake out um, during our sessions together. So I wanted to share that quick story. Um, on Tuesday, we talked about self-image. Who do I have to be to create that life that I want? Um, you know, how do I step into um, that version of me that already exists within me. So it's not about becoming somebody else, but it's almost about shedding who you're not and stepping further into who you are. Then on Wednesday, we talked about confidence and having the confidence to pursue what it is that we uh, desire for our lives. On Thursday, we talked about the power of courage and what is on the other side of courage. And, um, you know, the reason why I called this whole week together, a call to courage, because there's so much more available to us when we, um, when we act courageously in our lives on a regular basis and practice acting courageously. And then on Friday, we talked about radical self-love and how um, feeling worthy is really the foundation for all of this, because we need to feel worthy of creating the life that we want and of living the way that we want. Um, and so that was what we talked about on Friday. And when I send the email today with the replay, I'll make sure all the links to the sessions are included. So you can go back and watch the ones you haven't seen yet, or, you know, binge watch them all or whatever, send them to friends. If you'd like, um, you can go ahead and do that. Okay. So we are going to start today with a visualization exercise. So one of the things we focus on inside the program is developing the practices. So, you know, things that we incorporate into our daily lives that support our growth. 
And being able to close your eyes and go within is a way to not only connect with ourselves, but with a higher power, whatever that means to you, right? Whether it is a God, universe, a higher consciousness, a divine power. And this is so that we don't feel like we are forcing or trying to overly control, but are instead co-creating what we desire along with a higher power. And I'm just curious before I get started, um, how many of you have experience with meditation? You can type a one in the chat um, if you have, and maybe a two if you haven't. Oh, good. Lots of meditators on the call. Amazing. Okay, good. Because that's we do some meditation inside the group as well. All right. So I'm going to ask you to um, close your eyes. And hopefully you're in a place where you can close your eyes. And in this visualization slash meditation, I'm going to be asking you to use your imagination. And so for now, I want you to sort of let down those walls um, and just sort of feel the infinite space around you and make sure that you're comfortable in your seat. If you need to adjust, you can do that now. And then just let your, your body relax and drop right into the seat. And feel your feet on the floor. Feel yourself sink into your seat. Allow your shoulders to drop. And your forehead should feel relaxed too. You can notice where you feel any tension or tightness in your body. And do what you need to to adjust. So you feel that tension reduce. Now let's start by taking some slow, deep cleansing breaths at your own pace. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Releasing any tension as you exhale. I'm going to start counting down from 10 to 1. And as I count down, you're going to feel yourself slipping deeper and deeper into a state of complete relaxation. I'm going to start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, becoming more and more relaxed, feeling heavier, feeling the tension melt away. Seven, six, five. Just feel like you're just so grounded in your seat and into the earth. Four, three, feeling so deeply relaxed now. Two and one. Now, I want you to imagine that it is December 28th, 2024, at three o'clock in the afternoon. So a little less than a year from now. And you're sitting in a lovely cafe 
waiting to meet a friend. I want you to bring this cafe to life. What does it look like? What do you see as you scan around the room? How does it smell? Do you smell the espresso? Are there some other scents, freshly baked goods maybe? What sounds do you hear? The whirring of the espresso machine or people chattering, talking around you? Is there some music in the background? Bring it to life. What are you drinking? What do you have in your cup? I want you to actually taste it. Taste what you have in your cup. And feel how the cup feels in your hand. If you're having a warm drink, maybe you feel the warmth and you wrap both hands around that cup. You've set the scene. Now I want you to bring attention to you. Almost like you're watching yourself as a star in a movie. What are you wearing? How does your hair look? What do you sort of, who do you see as you look at yourself sitting in that cafe? I want you to go a little deeper. How do you feel as you're sitting there? It's been a full year that has passed and you're waiting to meet your friend, excited to tell her about the year and catch her up on your life and hear about hers too. How do you feel? Okay, so your friend is here now and you greet each other warmly and you have big hugs. And this is a friend who is always your biggest cheerleader. She always sees the best in you. She always encourages you to think bigger and to go for it. And she champions all your dreams, even the ones that you think are crazy. And after a bit of catching up, she wants to know what has happened in your life this year. And I want you to see that friend and I want you to drop back into yourself in that cafe. And I want you to tell her, I want you to tell her about your year and what's come to pass and how you're feeling. And I'm just going to stay quiet for a minute as you have this conversation with her. Okay. So you're wrapping up your date with your friend and you say the last few words, you take the last few sips from your cup. You get up from the table and you hug and walk outside together. And as you walk away from her down the street, you feel so overwhelmed with gratitude at how life has transformed, how powerful you feel, how alignment, how how much in alignment you feel. You feel so full, overflowing even. Now I want you to slowly come back into your body. Take a nice deep breath. Maybe roll your shoulders back. Rub your hands together. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. 
And before we dive into the chat or to what comes next, I want you to take a few minutes and write down what you told your friend. And if it's easier to just do bullet points, just jot down what came up for you and what you shared with your friend. And when you're ready, you can pop what came up in the chat if you're comfortable. Is there anything that came up for you that you want to share or that surprised you? Okay. All right. I wanted to give you time to answer, but it's all good. Um, I hope that that was, does the, did that, um, for those of you who were able to do it, um, did that res, did that experience resonate for you? Okay. Yes. This is a new and exciting chapter. Yes, it's more about what you were feeling. That's amazing, Adrienne. I love that. I hope you write that down and put it up somewhere. This is a new and exciting chapter. Even those words have just so much power behind them. <laughs> yes, write that down. There's so much, um, you know, we cannot, we often discount, um, you know, these things that come up for us, but there's so much truth in it. And even if, you know, you didn't have any sort of profound revelations, all of these practices build on top of one another, as you know, right? It's like if you meditate once in a while versus if you meditate regularly, the power of it is compounding um, and the impact on your life is compounding. So one of the things that we talk about inside the program are like, what are the practices that best serve us? And are there new ones? Um, yesterday or on Saturday, I attended a vision casting workshop that my friend Nina Taylor, who's a personal astrologer and who will definitely be one of the guest experts inside the program, um, that she hosted with um, this woman named Sarah Evans, who is a breathwork facilitator. And I thought I'd done breathwork before because I, you know, have apps that, you know, there's breathwork options and I do those sometimes, but this was a guided breathwork experience with music and um, it was live and there are other women in the room and it was so incredible. And, you know, even though I am like swimming in this work every day, I had so many things come up for me um, during that, this four hour session. And those little messages that you get change what you do next. They change your thoughts, they change your, your actions, and they change the direction of where you're going. And we can only see that in hindsight, right? We don't see that as we're on the path, but later we can see like, oh, and when I did this, then I had this thought and this feeling, and then that led to that action. And then I met this person. And it's just this you know, it's, it is you co-creating miracles in your life and co-creating magic in your life. Um, and that's what can come out of something like this. Okay. Let's see. I moved to Paris. Not sure why, but it was cool. <laughs> I love it, Jennifer. I often see Paris when I do this exercise. <laughs> I love it. Um, I like that idea of telling a trusted friend. Yes, for sure. Um, because especially a friend that, again, one that sees your highest potential and believes in you, right? A very random thing you said is we are all sleeping well 
Yes, Stephanie. I think I think that's absolutely right. It's this sense of peace. That's so beautiful. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to lead you through a set of four questions now, and um, I think like I, there's some of these that I've asked you spread out throughout the week. But now that we spent a whole week together, and you've been doing this work and building on it week day over day, I want to. Um, you know, put a constraint around it and have you answer these four questions one by one in a row. So the first question that I know I did ask you on day one, in at least, you know, to, to do on your own time was, if I knew with certainty that I couldn't fail, what would I do? So this is similar to like, if money were no object, what would I do? But this is a little bit different because, um, if you if you know with certainty that you couldn't fail, if you know absolutely that you will succeed and that failure is just not an option, what would you do? I want you to answer that question. And if you feel comfortable, you can share in the chat. And if you don't feel like sharing, you could just maybe type a one in the chat so that I know that you're done because I do want to give you time to do these now, workshop style, which is what we do in the program. Thank you, Michelle. Okay. So you've answered, if I knew with certainty that I wouldn't fail, what would I do? The second question is, what is the primary limiting belief or thought that is holding me back from pursuing this dream? What is the primary limiting belief or thought holding me back from pursuing this dream? It's so powerful to even just identify the thought that's holding us back. Because again, as we talked about last week, so many of our our thoughts are not conscious thoughts. They're like old programming um, and they're wired into how we think. And so they can stop us without even us realizing that they are stopping us. So just by asking this question and answering it, you are bringing it out of the shadows, right? You're like looking at it and that has power in it, in and of itself. Yes, who do I think I am? That's a very common one for sure, Heather. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very common one. Who do I think I am? Okay, so the next question You've identified that primary limiting belief or thought holding you back, brought it out of the shadows, and now I want you to take a real look at it. And the third question is, is this thought true? Is this thought true? Is it a fact? And if you ascertain that it is, in fact, not fact, and that it is not necessarily true, that is like your subjective interpretation of what it is, how can you reframe it? How can you reframe that limiting belief so that it's no longer a block? Okay, that's the third question. So we started with, if I knew with certainty that I couldn't fail, what would I do? Then the second question of what is the primary limiting belief or thought holding me back from pursuing my dreams? The third is, is that 
thought or belief true? And how can I reframe it so that it's no longer a block? And then the fourth question I want to ask you are, is, what are three next steps I could take toward my dream today? And regardless of where you are in your journey, maybe you're exploring, maybe you've started taking tentative steps, maybe you're like quite a ways along, but you still find yourself holding yourself back. Regardless of where you are, you can think, what are the three next steps I can do to move forward today? And I'd love for you to drop one of those three steps or three things. They don't have to be, you know, sequential. What are the three things that I could take actions that I could take towards my dream today? Share one of those in the chat. I want to hear what you're going to be doing today after this call to take some action. I just need one or two. (laughs) Yes, Stephanie. (laughs) For sure. I'm so excited to start with you on Thursday. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. You know, somebody once said to me, and again, this is like, if you aren't used to getting messages like this, this message can sound a bit scary, but the message was like, you know, when you jump, the net appears. And, um, Again, depending on where you are in your journey, that can sound very scary. Um, But sometimes what you need to do is take a leap of faith. You need to just believe in something bigger than yourself. You need to believe. And even that something bigger than yourself is yourself, right? Because you are seeing yourself in such a limited view. And you need to take a leap of faith and then catch up to that leap of faith. Um, We have a whole session in the program around quantum leaps and this idea that we can make leaps in our lives. And, And I'm sure that all of you have had those moments in your life where suddenly, instead of like going up the rungs of the ladder, you know, one rung and then the next rung and then the next rung or going from like A to step B to C to E, you suddenly like jump ahead and now you're at like K right? And and that is possible. That is possible. And um, a big part of that is just having faith and taking those leaps of faith. Uh, yes, I love that, Jacqueline. Three fuel a day. Um, Adriana says, taking the time to do some planning, mapping out even the smallest steps to reconnect and refresh. And there's so much power in those small steps. That's the incredible thing. And it's all about getting that momentum going. Amazing. Thank you. So I hope that those four questions um, were helpful. And I think that asking yourself these four questions, simple questions on a regular, on a weekly basis, even right, like on Sunday morning, um, if you have some time to yourself, do a little bit of journaling and ask yourself those four questions and see how it changes, right? If I knew with certainty that I couldn't fail, what would I do? What is the limiting belief or thought that's holding me back from pursuing that dream? Um, is that belief or thought true? Is it really true? And 
If it's not, which it likely isn't, how can I reframe it? What thought can I replace it with? And then finally, what are the three next steps I could take towards my dream today? Okay, so I wanted to open it up now for you um, to ask any questions if you have any. They can literally be about anything. Um, My life, my journey, the program, um, anything at all. I'm just going to give you a, a second to like pop in the chat if there's anything that you wanted to ask or talk through. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, I am excited to see some of you when we kick off on Thursday. It's going to be awesome. And there's some amazing women already waiting inside um, to meet you. So again, if we don't already have a call booked, please um, book a call with me. I'll include that link in the email with the replay as well. And I want to remind you that if you have been feeling like a square peg trying to fit into a round hole lately, I think we all know that feeling. Or if you have found yourself wondering, why am I here again? Or why am I not seeing the momentum that I want? Or why am I, why do I keep hitting this wall? Or is there all, is this all there is? Every day that you're not taking action and that you're sitting in indecision, you're putting off the life that is meant for you. Right. So this is a call to courage and it's also a call to action because we need to um, we need to demonstrate through our own action that we're ready to call in what's next. So I want to I want to really impart that on you. And then I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, the cost of not doing that and uh I'm sure many of you are familiar with Dr. Gabor Mate. He's like just such an incredible human and um, has written incredible books. And I love listening to his talks, like when he's on podcasts or even some of the talks he's done in more lecture hall style have been so impactful on me. But he wrote The Myth of Normal and really just this idea of what we have accepted as normal in our society is not really normal at all. And he also speaks specifically about women, right? And he says that women were basically the oxygen masks of the pandemic. And I remember when he said that, I was like, oh, wow, that really resonates with me, right? We took it all on. We cared for everybody, our partners, our kids, um, our even at work. I remember um, just really supporting my team at work through that whole experience. And But being there for everyone else and not for ourselves, it comes at a cost. And that cost is our own well-being, our mental, and even our own physical health. And what Dr. Gabor Mate points to is that women account for almost 80% of autoimmune diseases, and women experience depression, anxiety, and PTSD at twice the rate of men. And I wanted to share this quote uh, with you from a Time Magazine article. And it's, and this is from Dr. Gabor Mate. And it says, to reshape the virtues of of womanhood. Sorry, I'll start that again. (laughs) To reshape the virtues of womanhood, a new normal needs to emerge. One in which we honor our emotions, prioritize our needs, and actively communicate our boundaries. So, I designed this program, Be All You Are, 
to do that. It's an opportunity to align what you say you want with what your actual life experience is, your lived experience. And it's a chance to bring what you say you want and what you actually manifest in your life to come into alignment so that it aligns up and that it feels in integrity and it feels whole. And I would love to support you, obviously, on that journey. So I'm saying this to you because I've been there and I felt the relief that comes when you finally prioritize your life, your dreams, and your future. And of course, this has a positive impact on everyone around you because you're leading by example, right? So what is best for you is truly best for everyone around you. And, you know, doing this in community and with support is just another way to fast track it because when you're in your normal life with all the people around you that are around you and you're sort of thinking the same thoughts and you're looking around and seeing people doing the same things, it can be very tempting and acceptable to just fall back into um, a way of being that feels familiar and that feels comfortable. But we all know where that leads, right? It, it ends in that circle of coming back to this feeling of like forgetting about it and then being like, oh, wait, why am I still here again? You know? Um, and so that's what I want you to, to really consider. And um, I want to thank you so much for being with me here all last week and for today. And I appreciate you so much. And I've loved our conversations. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.